what's he like on those launches, and what kind of things does he do, other things does he do that are different for a coach? Uh, not, nothing, uh, nothing different as far as just being a human being. You know, he just um, just sit there and shoot the breeze and talk about whatever we're talking about, current events or other teams, or did you see this play? And it's just, it's just cool to see that in a coach. He's a pretty colorful talker. He was as an announcer. He is with us. Are there things he says that stick in your head that are funny, amusing? Um, he's, he's just a normal guy. I mean, he's, he's like I said, there's nothing really that special. In our conversations, he's just normal. That's what's special about it, you know, because um, there's not many coaches in this league that'll sit down with their players and willingly just sit there for a couple of hours after practice and engage with guys. You know, a lot of a lot of coaches keep it professional, and you can understand that as well. But it's just nice to see a human side of, of coach. How are you feeling after a 40-minute game? Uh, pretty good. Pulled up a little sore yesterday, but we've got a couple of days to get the body right and um, feeling okay. You talk about splitters, emergence this year. He's seemed to really improve. Yeah, he's playing really well. Obviously, within that system, he knows his role very well. He moves well without the basketball, sets good screens, and he usually, you know, scoring a lot of his baskets, slip into the basket, and on screen and rolls. Um, obviously, Tony, Manu, and, and Tim take a lot of the a lot of the attention of most teams. So he, he kind of sneaks in there, and at the end of the night, he's got 15 and 10. How much different is this team, the Spurs, at home as opposed to being on the road? Um, well, obviously we got that hoodoo that we need to break, um, San Antonio. But you know they're 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 a great team, home and away, in my opinion. They, you know, if you have four or five, if you have lapses like we had against Denver, you know, to be honest, we're not going to beat this team. You know, um, the most you probably have a four or five minute lapse for the whole game, and then it's still going to be a close game. If you have a five or ten minute lapse or two of those lapses against the Spurs, you know, it's going to be a, a tough series to win. Um, you know, a 10 or 15 point lead against the Spurs is like 30 against most teams, you know. So we have to really focus on our execution and really, you know, really focus in on our scouting reports and know what we're doing out there. Because if, if we don't do that, you know, like the end of the game against Denver, you know, San Antonio would have stole that win because they, they, they out execute you. So um, we've got a lot of work to do in that in that sense. We don't want to play a slow pace. I mean, that's when we got in trouble against Denver. We we, uh, we blew the lead out in the third quarter and then in the fourth quarter, and then we try to we try to nurse that lead towards the end of the game. And you can't play like that. Um, against the Spurs, we're going to look to keep doing what we're doing and just make sure that we defend. Um, that's what we're going to win, win this series: is knowing our scanner reports, executing well. Um, by executing, what I mean is at least getting a shot up. You know, we can't turn the ball over as much as we did this series because if we do, you know, we're going to make some trouble. But the thought is though is that other than self-induced turnovers, this is a team that maybe is less likely to create turnovers as compared to maybe the Nuggets. They're not as turnover-oriented, if you will, fast-break-oriented. Oh, definitely. No, no doubt about it. I mean, the Spurs, you know, it's two different two different beasts. The Nuggets want to run. They thrive off turnovers, second chance points and points in the paint. Where the Spurs, you know, they run a half-court set and move the ball from side to side three or four times, and it, and it seems like everyone touches the ball once or twice throughout a possession, they get the shot they want. So it's a completely different, um, different ball game for us. And that's where it's tougher, I think, in my opinion, you know, because good NBA defensive teams can guard one, one side of the split line, another ball reversal. But once you start getting three or four times around the horn, you know, it's tough. And, and guys like Bonner and that have, you know, make a living on getting open threes at the end of the shot clock. So we need to focus on locking every possession. So this could be a three-point shootout? I wouldn't say that. I just think the Spurs move the ball very well and they get the shot that they want. Um, 
I doubt it'll be a three-point shootout because they still have one of the best big men in the game down there in Tim Duncan. Um, but they obviously do shoot the three ball very well. That's a, that's a big part of their offense. How do you feel about Duncan? Does uh, Duncan present for you personally as a guy who can both post up and play away from the basket? Well, he's one of the best ever. I mean, he's 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 a hall of fame. He's going to be a hall of famer, and he's going to be an NBA legend for many years to come. Um, he's obviously found a. I found it of you somewhere along the line. You know, he kind of hit a lull a couple of years ago, and then all of a sudden, the last couple of years, he's back to his his, his younger form. And kudos to him; he's, he's playing very, very well. So, just going to try to battle him and make him work for everything. You know, he's going to he's going to get his buckets in a series. It's all about how hard he has to work. You know, if he starts getting cheap baskets and easy baskets, that's not what we want. Um, if he has to work for him and he, and he still scores 20, so be it.